Yes, it's that time where I interview a very special guest right here on the Tea Corner, brought to you by Tea Line Beats Production. And now let's go. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, what's up? What's up? What's you? What's you? Well, first of all, welcome to the Tea Corner. <laughs> Y'all, thanks for having me. I appreciate hey. it. Ain't no problem, man. No problem. No problem. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew Davis right here. The list goes on about what this guy do. He's a he's a comic book fan. He's a he he likes anime, and also he likes the most important thing, which is professional wrestling. <laughs> that 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 is true. That is true. I, I enjoy watching men beating each other up, uh, and, and in many many ways. <laughs> yes indeed i remember i remember the first time i met this guy we was doing the e3 panel thing on a podcast and stuff like that and then after everything got said and done we was all suddenly talking about wrestling and we stayed on the live for another hour or so <laughs> oh man i love talking about wrestling it's the greatest thing on the planet and oh, yeah. if you're not a wrestling fan, you should become one because there's something for everybody in wrestling to watch, enjoy, love it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And and we just got into a deep conversation about that. And then, then we started talking about different comic books and stuff and different, you know, animes and video games. I'm like, yo, we, yeah, you, you could see how it could last for another whole hour. Especially if you were into the tech world and, you know, geeky stuff and, you know, stuff like that. Yes, you can see how it can last for an hour. <laughs> but I, I don't even think it's so much the tech world and the geeky stuff anymore. I really think that wrestling and anime and video yeah. games and comics, it's all mainstream now. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's why all the nerds run everything because all the people <laughs> who got beat up loving Superman or playing yeah. Playing you know, on their Game Boy Color at lunchtime in school. Now all that stuff's awesome, and everybody loves it. And everybody's like, "Yo, man, I remember playing Pokemon." And it's like you run into that your high school bully, and you're playing Pokemon. I was like, "Man, I just caught this Pokemon and Pokemon Go. I just caught like a Lugia or something. Come and on, it's man. great! It's great! <laughs> it's awesome!" Yo, the most. Funniest thing that I've seen was when I was in this movie store. Man, they were selling Dungeons and Dragons, the board game. I said, I thought you used to get beaten up if you played Dungeons and Dragons. But now you got all these tough guys. He be saying, look at here, I want to be the knight. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's amazing. I'm on Facebook, and what winds up happening is that I'll put up a Pokemon thing, and all these people from my high school are liking it and they're sharing it and like they're like yo you're so awesome people just have randomly shot and checked me out who we weren't cool but we weren't exactly close and all these people are now into pokemon and all these people who are like prominent are into pokemon too and so now mm-hmm. it's this entire thing where it's socially acceptable and oh, so yeah. it's like and what makes this even crazier is that there's so much money now in all of this stuff where, like, so quick story is that I had a Pokemon um, Gold that was broken. 
So on the Game Boy Color. Pokemon Gold, when it first came out, was a $30 game. I sold a broken copy of that for 40 bucks about a year ago. Broken, meaning the save battery doesn't work. So all of these people want it now, and people are like bidding at it and going crazy for it. I'm like, what makes this so desirable? And it's it's fantastic because all these people want it. And that's the thing about like Pokemon and all Dungeons and Dragons is that all these people are like, yo, man, I want to play this stuff now. I want to be in like you, you and your friends are hosting a game, man. When can I get in on this? And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, there are people who like, were like, like quarterbacks in the high school football team. They're like, yo man, I want to play. Like, how can I get in on the game? It's, it's so insane. And it's amazing. Yes, indeed, man. I, I, you know what, what comes to mind is that movie called nerds, man. It is, it said that this day would come. Like, it was saying, like, everybody that's getting picked on, everybody that's getting bullied on, don't worry, your day is coming. It's coming. It, they, they, it, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, there's a great thing. I had a professor, and mm-hmm. he said the MIT kids and the Harvard kids all act differently. Where the Harvard kids have this strut and this burrato, and they, they strut around, and the MIT kids sort of look down, and the Harvard kids look down at the MIT kids, and under the breath, the MIT kids say, we'll see who runs the world. Meaning that, you Harvard guys, that's great. Nothing against the Harvard people, and I'm not attacking Harvard, sort of I am. That's not the point. It's the idea that it's who's running the world, and I think that's what's happening in nerd culture, is all these people who were nerds and into all this stuff, they were like standing under their breath, you know, keep keep pushing me, keep eating me up, because we're going to see what happens when Thank when you. all of this goes down, and we're going to see exactly where everybody stands, and it's like I'm sitting on a bunch of comic books, I'm sitting on a bunch of Pokemon cards that are worth money, and it's like, I guarantee you that my Pokemon cards are going to pay for a down payment on a house along with my comic books, along with some other stuff I have and some older video games, it's going to pay for, for a good chunk of a down payment on a house in the next two, three years, which is amazing when you think about it, the fact that I was made fun of for it. So uh, if making fun of me gets to pay for a house, hey, make fun of me every day of the week. Shoot, I don't mind people making fun of me. I'll be like this. Uh, who, who has the biggest house now? I'm like, I ain't got no. Like, and I don't know. The only thing I did was collect cards. You you got to work for a living. You got to use your brain. All I did do is collect cards, and now people want a lot of money for it. Man, I would be like, just laugh your butt off at me. Oh, I mean, let, let people laugh at me. People call me crazy, and, you know, I have a lot of Pokemon cards that, that, that I've sold, and I've done very well on that. I buy and sell comics. I do very well on that. You know, I buy and sell other memorabilia and other collectibles, and people call me crazy, and, and, and call me crazy all day. But you notice, if crazy makes me money, and making fun of me makes me money, hey, I'm totally cool with that. And look, I work for a living, too, but everything that I sell and what I'm doing and all the nerd stuff, that's just bonus fun money for me. And money makes you more money. It is the same. So I love it. Exactly. Exactly. But man, look here. I always bring people on here so they can have a chance to, you know, promote themselves. You know, hey, man, what are you working on lately that you want to tell people about? So, so I got a bunch of stuff going on. So um, I'm actually in between jobs right now. So I'm working on finding a job. So, you know, that, that, that's the first thing that, that I'm sort of working on. But the fun stuff I'm working on is I'm buying and selling a lot of comic books as of lately. 
And mm-hmm. so I try to find good deals. I try to find books that are underappreciated. I also do a lot of speculation on comics. And so I'm yeah. working on that. And so I'm an active seller in the comic book world. I also sell and buy Pokemon cards and Magic the Gathering and a little bit of baseball cards. And then mm-hmm. furthermore, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually working on building out a comic book. Oh, sorry, a comic book investing system class where I want to teach people the actual basic skills of how to invest in comic books. And I'm not interested in teaching people, you know, a top 10 list because the saying is that I could give you a fish and then you'll eat for a day or I could teach you how to fish and you'll eat for a lifetime. And Mm -hmm. so my skill set is to give a very basic, you know, class that gives people skills and gives them a real good understanding of the basics because a lot of people in the comic world, you know, they're talking about what I view as step three or four. And I think it's very important to have a basic understanding of what you're doing because somebody says, hey, here's the top 10 hottest lists for this week. That's great information and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't understand how to do basic research on comics, that's not Mm going to help you much. And so I'm teaching the skills on how to research and how to build different budgets and how to actually formulate a budget and how to have expectations and where to find books and how to, you know, pick up things and where to go when you want to get something graded, which means you get it encapsulated in a nice uh, sort of airtight thing that preserves the book and also gives it an objective tradable grade. Um, And then I'm also talking about exit so that people have a basic understanding of how mm-hmm. to do this, and then they could add all those top 10 lists and the advanced classes they want to do and more intricate discussions, which I talk about on my other show, the Comic Book Investing System podcast. And then I actually have a, another project in the works as of 16 hours ago, um, and I'm working on a very cool shirt design, uh, definitely Gundam-related, and uh, that design should be completed in a week so that's actually something that i'm working on and uh hopefully hopefully people buy it and i don't know where it's going to be yet um but but it's definitely something that's funny it's making fun of a bunch of stuff out there and so uh legitly 16 hours ago 16 hours ago so this is the first time i'm speaking about it okay okay so so you said one of my shows already you said gundam i need to know is it the 1980s Gundam style, or is it like the 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 2018-2020 style Gundam? Oh man! So I love Universal Century, which is the original mm-hmm. Gundam. Then Gundam Zeta is the greatest Gundam series ever created, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so I love Amuro Ray. I love Char more than anything else. I think Char is one of the greatest characters of all time in the anime world. And I love the original Mobile Suit Gundam. I love Zeta. I love mm-hmm. the entire trilogy. Char's Counterattack should have been a 13-episode series. It should not have been a movie. F91 was a disaster. Gundam Unicorn was, was brilliant. Narrative was okay. I enjoy narrative. And I don't know if you've seen Gundam Hathaway yet, but that thing is phenomenal. No, I haven't seen Hathaway yet. I haven't seen that one. If if you have a Netflix account, go watch it. If you're a Gundam fan, it is brilliant. But cr- okay. crazy cool cool story about Gundam is that the guy who plays Amuro Ray was at a con called Katori Con, mm-hmm. and so he 
I brought my Blu-ray copies of season one and two of Mobile Suit Gundam. He signed it, and then he puts Amor Ray. He was also Quattro in Gundam Wing, so he signed both of my Gundam Wings, and then he was also Amuro in Char's Counterattack. So I have those five signed by the voice actor who plays Amuro Ray, the English uh, mm. voice actor. And so I'm a huge, huge Gundam. It's a personal thing. I'm not interested in selling those. Those are because I love Gundam. I grew yeah. up watching Gundam, and uh, yeah. I love it. And uh, my, my my shirt is definitely dealing with Amuro Ray. And that, that, uh, you know what? Be, that, that's kind of like me and uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yo, if I get anything Dragon Ball, it is not going nowhere. Uh, if it does go somewhere, then that must be a very, very close friend that I trust, that I know that's going to take care of it. But, nah. <laughs> so, 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 I used to have Dragon Ball Z signed Pop Funkos. And mm. I made a nice exit on those, and it was worth it. And I was I was very very excited about it. Where I, I enjoy that, and I enjoy DBZ as well, as much as everybody else. Yeah. Obviously, I've seen the entire thing. Um, I'm in the middle of Super, so so I, I, I'm halfway through Super. I just mm-hmm. been doing it like maybe three four episodes a week because I have other things that I'm watching. But I yeah. love DBZ, and I love DBZ fighting games. Yo, the fighting games is awesome. I like it because 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 you could just relax and chill out. Like like, like it's mm-hmm. fun to play a video game story. It's but at sometimes you just say, hey, look, I just want to mess around in a game, and I don't mm-hmm. want anything serious. And like the the Tekai Budokai games, I think that they're called. They mm-hmm. they have a bit of a story yeah. to them, but you don't. It's not like you have to do you know press A and then B and then you know do 20 things and have 15 choices and endings that can go a certain way. You know, the story is, is irrelevant if you just want to fight every stage. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hey, look, I'm going to tell you a story, man. Look, I remember the first Dragon Ball Z fighting game that I had. Look, the moment I saw that Vegeta was, was locked, was unlocked, man, I was like this. I was acting like Vegeta up in the cartoons, like throwing, throwing all them bombs. I'm like this. I know they not knocked down because he never knocks them down in the in the in the show. <laughs> so 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 they made it very realistic and stuff. They be like this. You you could throw as many bombs as you want, but you know so good and well the enemy is not down because they never go down in the show. We spend a whole bunch of you know bombs towards somebody. Oh man, I, I I love it in which that my 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 favorite games were the Legacy of Goku and the Legacy of Goku Two, mm-hmm. and, and, and I love the Legacy of Goku Two. The and the reason why I love that one in particular was that you know you could play as five characters, mm-hmm. and so you could play as Goku, you could play as Gohan, you could play as Piccolo, you could play as Trunks, and you could play as Vegeta, and then mm-hmm. at a certain point, what was fun about it is that you then can play as Mr. Saturn, and mm. he's he's the a great character, but a disastrous character as well because all he can do is he freezes time for legitly like ten seconds, um, and mm-hmm. that and then he punches everybody to death 
pretty much. And so it's great because if you are freezing time for 10 seconds and then you keep doing it, you could punch everybody to death. But at the same time, he's just a pain to, to, to play in that game. But what you're supposed yeah. to do is end the game at level 40 with Goku. And then Mr. Saturn gets to be almost level 50 instantly and you don't have to level him up. Mm. Otherwise, you have to level him up all the way up. So if you want a challenge, that's what you do with Goku because Goku doesn't have a 50-level gate in the game. Every other character does, except Mr. Saturn also doesn't have a 50-level gate. Mm. So, 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 yeah. super, super, super nice little uh, Easter egg going on. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I know somebody probably wrote that like this. Oh, okay. Oh, let me write that down. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to go to the store. Go get the game. <laughs> oh, man. Shoot. But, yeah, man. So, so yes, indeed. So, you got that going on and stuff like that. Anything else you want to tell the people? Oh, uh, yeah. So, 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 I got like three, four, five podcasts going on as well. Yeah. So, I have, I have another show that, that's, that's right now on hiatus and I'm 40 deep and I'm slowly editing them. And that's called the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. And so that is an interview-based show. And I do a lot of wrestlers. I do a lot of comic writers, artists, cosplayers, the occasional author, and a lot of voice actors appear on that show. Um, and it's definitely more centric to voice actors, comic writers, and cosplayers. And so I definitely do that and, and a little bit of professional wrestling as well. And then I have my secondary show, which is called Conversations in Pop Culture. And that one is actually recorded live and so that's streamed live on facebook youtube and on twitch and at some point it's going to be distributed out into a podcast um i did mm-hmm. 90 episodes in 2020 i've done 92 episodes so far this year i have a bunch coming out this week that i'm doing on tuesday and wednesday that i'm actually working on and, and very nervous about so if those interviews bomb um it's everybody else's fault not mine Um, And so that's on Facebook and that's on Pop Anime Comics, the Facebook page. Mm. It's same thing on Twitch, uh, YouTube channels, the same thing. And so I'm going live on Tuesday at 7 o'clock at 9 o'clock and right now on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And I'm going to try to get a 9 o'clock in on Wednesday as well. I do anywhere from three to five interviews a week um, live streamed. And those interviews are anywhere from 45 minutes to sometimes two hours, uh, depending on the guest. Um, and then I have a third show that I'm doing, which is the Comic Book Investing System podcast, which can be found on YouTube and Facebook page. And that is also live, the majority of the content. And so I do that. And we talk about comic books and investing and trends that are currently going on. Um, and that is a free show. Um, it's meant to be free. It will always be free uh, because I yeah. am a strong believer that some education should be free on um, paid education. Is, education is, is, you know, should be free to some degree and some of it should be paid. Um, and I think a healthy combination of the both is nice. Um, but obviously if you type in podcast, it'll pop up. If you type in pop out of my comics lounge, it'll pop up. Um, I also have a website popanimecomics.com um, so typically anything pop anime comics will bring you to most of my things um, mm-hmm. not all of my things but most of my things and uh, really cool stuff and then obviously on my website I have over 300 articles talking about anime comics and wrestling 
and some other cool stuff. And I'm going to be getting back to writing, but I've been taking a little bit of break from writing because when you're writing four to five interviews a week, legitly for the past six months, um, you don't have much time to do much other writing. So obviously that's kind of what's going on. And then you can check out my eBay store, which is Pop Anime Comics Collectibles. If, if you haven't figured out, there's a theme here. There's a theme that that it's Pop Anime Comics. Um, we'll pretty much find you everything unless I owe you money. And then that's the case. I'm going to quietly walk away as if I broke something in the store. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. That's Y'all, he has a lot of things going on. He got something for everybody. I, I don't care. He he He's Mr. Busybody. But, yo, yo, we could go on and on and on about anime, about wrestling. Oh, Lord, let's just pray for the WWE tomorrow. <laughs> um, I, I saw the lineup for, for, what is it, SummerSlam? I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. So y'all y'all don't know who Roman Reigns is fighting. Okay. <laughs> like 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 cause like one minute, one minute they was like this. Okay, Roman Reigns gonna fight um Brock Lesnar. No. He gonna fight Edge. No. He gonna fight, you know, somebody else. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, and let's just pray for the WWE because we don't know what they're gonna be doing. <laughs> I, I have faith. And, and I believe that 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 it will all work out for for the best. And I believe uh, seventeen times is is coming. I believe seventeen times you, is yo, coming. You know they're gonna try to put the bill around him again, so he so they they could say, look, he won more than Ric Flair. I'm like, yeah, we we, we like, oh. yeah, it, but yeah, we we could see it coming. We could see it coming a mile away. <laughs> Oh yeah, but John Cena, yeah, they they got they mentioned him. I'm like, okay, don't he have a movie that's supposed to be coming out? Yo, I don't see. Uh, no, y'all, y'all not doing the mouth right, <laughs> you know. Hey, hey, hey! Fast, Fast Nine is 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 rough. Suicide Squad's gonna be much better, and yeah. uh, let, let's just uh, hope that uh, the 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 Peacemaker show on HBO Max should do all right as well, and. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in the world, so uh, help us all. Yes, indeed, because I am not going to lie. I think the WWE does need John back for a little bit because they, 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 they need to find their identity. I'm like, oh, yo, yo, oh, 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 <laughs> why we get this bad, y'all? But no, that's another story for another day. <laughs> Oh God, God, God help us all. God help us yes, all with WWE and a variety of other things <laughs> that, that are relating to them because Ooh, they they reaching though. They reaching. They they definitely reaching, but God bless them. <laughs> hey, you know what it is though? AEW is also reaching in a lot of ways too, and people yo, just don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit it. Yo, I'm I'm saying both of them reaching because you got one that's that believes in no, we're gonna say a kid's show, which was never a kid's show. And then you got the other one that's like, okay, we're gonna go back to the nineties, you know, but we're gonna throw a little bit of two thousand up in it. I'm like, yo, okay, so y'all gonna be flipping around doing all this stuff, but y'all playing eighties music, nineties music, and today's music. I'm like 
Hey, this hey, is this hey. is why the indies are killing it right now. If you look at exactly. companies like ICW, No Holds Bar, and Paradigm Shift, and Camp Leapfrog, and Action mm-hmm. Wrestling, and New South, and Limitless Wrestling, and beyond, I mean, those six companies or seven companies I just mentioned, by far, yeah. by far. So in 2019, there, there was a pay-per-view called American Rana. American mm-hmm. Rana featured Joey Janela versus David Starr. Now, I get it. We're all mm-hmm. adults in the room. David Starr, we could all deal with that issue. In a second, we're all adults with everything that's going on with him. So, anyway, my mm-hmm. point is that – I know it could be a dirty word, his name. The point is that American Rana was like five and a half hours and was phenomenal. And it was better than Mania. And I think American yeah. Rana happened in like July, and it was so much better than WrestleMania. And you had everything. You you had a 60-minute man iron match between Joey Janela and David Starr. You had a steel cage match between Kimberly and Chris Stratlander. You had Orange Cassidy versus another guy who, who I forget his name, but, but it was great in that entire thing. You had, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, Santine, Santana and Ortiz versus Bear Country. And you had all oh, John yeah. Silver and Alex Reynolds going at it. You had all these top people slaying. You had Mark, smart Mark Sterling in there. And you had all these top people who are killing it right now. You had, you know, a bunch of people. You had Johnny Nitro versus John Josh Briggs with MJF making an appearance. And the list just goes on and on and on. And it was phenomenal. You had Chris Dickinson versus Dasuke Sakamoto. It's like you had all of this amazing wrestling that would be a phenomenal card in a WWE ring. You literally you could have taken that entire card and put it in WrestleMania, and it oh, would yeah. have sold out beyond. Anything. Oh yeah, and, and, and this would this would you know WWE is not understanding like you are in a new era. It's the Indies era, so these new small guys you want to. The fire because they're not at a certain weight and stuff. I'm like, yo, personally, that's stupid on you because that's the ones that people want to go see. I, I could give you a, a, an amazing matchup: Gary J versus War Horse. That mm-hmm. feud has been going on for 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 almost six years now, and every time the two of them step into the ring, it is a war. It's Jake Parnell versus Gary J, and. Mm-hmm. There's an insane match where they basically took apart the ring. They put the in Warhorse's mouth, and Gary threw him over the the ring, and it ripped open a good chunk of his like mouth, like not not completely, but but it created he needed stitches pretty much in like from his lip like downward, and he has like a scar on his face for it. And then two years later. Warhorse did that to Gary J over the ropes. And it sounds brutal. And you're looking at this, and it's a phenomenal thing. And this feud has been going on indefinitely. Mm. And book them both into a WWE ring. I don't know what they could do. Warhorse has been in matches with Nick Gage. And and it's crazy. It's it's crazy. And and it's you know what speaking of Nick Gage, I want to say one thing. He he! I don't think the WWE will ever look his way. They like this, yo. We already had had somebody like that, and we had to tell him to tone down the violence. Talking about Mick Foley, 
Um, but so, but so yeah. Nick, Nick Cage is the combination of Mick Foley meets Stone Cold Steve Austin. Exactly. I done seen him before. I'm, I'm like this. He he a bona fide badass. Um, yeah. So when you had him and John Moxley go at it, that was one bloody match. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like they just was really hitting each other and loving it. <laughs> the, I, are you talking about the was that recent or was that old yeah 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 no no actually that was actually recent uh when uh uh when nick gage versus john moxley because john moxley went over to um nick gage uh, event and they they started like having a match and man it was actually awesome hey you should go look it up on youtube i didn't know if that match already happened or it was scheduled to happen in gcw yeah yeah, I yeah, know. I think, I think it already happened. Moxley and Gage have a long history with each other yeah. and having barbed wire matches and a variety oh, yeah. of other things. And because Moxley is one of the last deathmatch wrestlers yeah. out there, signed was signed to, to WWE, you know, mm-hmm. more, more so than Eddie Kingston, more so than a variety of other people. But the idea is that. You know, Moxley is very much a deathmatch wrestler and was in CCW. And Gage, you know, obviously Nick Gage served, I think, four and a half years in prison. And so, you know, obviously Nick Gage, then then he broke his parole, went back, and a variety of other stuff happened. So Nick Gage missed a good chunk of, like, four years of wrestling um, for serving time. And, And it's not a secret but it's the idea that that you know, obviously Moxley versus Gage that was a match that people thought would never ever happen again, and well, you know, here we are. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. a very cool circumstance. What's mm-hmm. going on? And and Moxley Moxley straight up uh, gave a speech at the end. He said, "Look at here, I might be, I might be in AEW or some." He did like a nice little talk. He said, "I might be in AEW." But understand, this will always be home to me. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm just liking how you know AEW, you know, allows their wrestlers to go back to what they love best, like Triple A or or it, like CZW or you no. Know, like, say, hey, if you want to go to New Japan for a little bit, hey, you go promote (laughs) there is advantages to that and there's also disadvantages wwe is very very smart by keeping their wrestlers exclusive and the reason why is that it you know AEW's brand does get watered down when you have somebody like you know an evil uno wrestling in c4 which is a canadian company nothing wrong with that it's cool it's great you know, also, if you have guys in AEW wrestling and Impact, cool and all, or you have Impact guys wrestling, it's sort of a step down. And it's yeah. great for wrestlers that they can take outside bookings. But at the same time, you know, WWE is super smart by saying, hey, we want you to wrestle our guys and we want to control this because it doesn't affect the character of it. And it makes licensing a bit more complicated. So there's advantages on both sides of it. Personally, I think when AEW becomes bigger, I think that exclusivity is going to come into effect. AEW is so young that they can't complete exclusivity at the moment. But when they do three house shows a week, which is where they're going to eventually go to, because mm-hmm. that, that's the model that, that needs to be done. And look, they're doing 
don't they have evolution? Yeah, yeah, they about to they about to have no, they about to have another one called Rage coming up soon on team on TBS. So, 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 do do they have Evolution Dark? Yeah, yeah they have they have that. That's on YouTube, and uh, they have Dark, which is on YouTube, and then they have also um, a little gaming thing that they doing too. Um, and um, so you got so wrestling wise is Dark Evolution, ev- no Elevation. And um, you got you know the Wednesday night. Dynamite. Yeah, you got you got you got, you got dynamite. You got dynamite, and then you're gonna get rage. So one once, yeah. I mean that's four, and then at a certain point, exclusivity is gonna kick in. No question oh, about yeah. it. No question. And, and it, people are gonna be very upset when it hits. But those wrestlers are gonna be paid very well. And exactly. There's going to be, you know, you know, tougher contract negotiations. And when that company becomes a more mature company, it's going to become a very interesting world that that, that AEW becomes. And they're going to become more like WWE, but they are not the machine WWE is. Even with all the money the cons have, you can't replicate the 40-plus years that WWE has on AEW, the contract negotiation, because it's not a billion-dollar problem that AEW has. It's that you have contract deals and you have relationships, but you don't have the the media center that, that WWE has. You don't have the media support. You don't have the media connections, the game connections, the studio connections. And WWE is a big media conglomerate in a lot of ways. The WWE is not a wrestling company. They are a media company. And, and when you're talking about the gaming aspect of it, I think that's where, you know, you run into guys like, because, um, you know, Austin Creed, you know, he's good friends with Kenny Omega. So, you know, you, you might have an instance where, you know, where they be like, yo, yo, like, like for example, if they want to make a real popular game, they could be like, um, yo, we, we don't actually have to go with this company right here because in Japan, we are actually well-known, so we could actually, this company over here or that company, because Kenny Omega, like, the Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks and stuff like that, they actually pretty known in the gaming community and and you also have Xavier Woods with the New Day, you know, you know he he's friends with them and stuff. So it, it's going to be an interesting concept on the gaming part. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And it's also going to be very interesting because Xavier Woods has a deal with G4. Mm-hmm. And Xavier exactly. Woods' end career is G4. Obviously, Xavier Woods is very smart. He had a big, you know, endorsement deal with Rocket League in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And very, very cool where his end career is being on G4. Now, what winds up happening with him after WWE and with WWE and all that stuff? And he's also being written out right now in wrestling because he's hosting a big gaming tournament and sort of an award thing and, and a variety of other stuff. So very mm-hmm. cool on his part. And also, though, I think that the war between AEW and WWE is now almost non-existent because exactly. Chris Jericho was just on Broken Skull Rant. Mm-hmm. Sessions. And, but I do think that AEW really isn't a competition and competitor to WWE because the machine that the WWE has, AEW, 
doesn't have. WWE has huge libraries of content. WWE has a network. Whether that's on Peacock or not, you know, WWE can stop producing content and legitimately just license out their entire thing for a billion dollars plus a year and not have to ever worry about producing another wrestling show ever again. You know, there's a discussion that's going on in the comic world where DC should stop just producing new comics and just start reissuing all of that old stuff out. I mean, it's a huge library of content. And I've been saying this for, for probably the last six months. The things that are going to determine the entire future of entertainment is on demand. So I watch everything I want on my time and not somebody else's. Big libraries. I look for companies that are or entertainment that has big libraries. So I subscribe to Crunchyroll. I have a Netflix account. I have WWE Network. I have Peacock, obviously. And that's a huge library. And then also customization and choice meaning that the more ability I have to customize or choose a bunch of options on something, the more that's what the future is dictating. And WWE has the on-demand side and has a big library. AEW does not have either one of those things at the moment, oh, yeah, you know, for, for the most part. And that's the big difference between the two is that AEW is a wrestling company. WWE is a media company. And exactly. WWE... WWE wants to become Disney World, and they are. In the next yeah. 10 years, Disney World and WWE are going to be synonymous in a lot of ways. Because and, you're gonna... and, and you know what? I believe what you're saying because we kind of saw the shift of them going from, you know, you know, uh, PG-13 to just straight G-rated company. And they and they started saying they were promoting more to the children now, and we and you know wrestling fans, you know we could sense when we we getting dished out some some uh, BS, and we kind of saw it going this way. See that that's the thing though is that I'm not a wrestling fan. I think I think a lot of people people forget that I enjoy wrestling, but yeah. I don't view myself as a wrestling fan because I also hold their stock. I understand. Yeah what's going on in their company and I know where they're going and, mm-hmm. and once you understand where they're going, but at the same time, they also have a pay-per-view called the elimination chamber and hell mm-hmm. in a cell. So I don't really know as far as this PG stuff where, because, and, and, and I think it, it's, it's a loaded argument in a lot of ways where I don't mm-hmm. think there is PG. I think they're PG 13. And I think that that also though children, I think a six-year-old understands a PG-13 show and is ready for a PG-13 show at the age of six. I think 20 years ago, that wasn't the case. Yeah. So I I view WWE as a PG-13, PG-16 type company or Y-16, if you will, where that's what they are. I mean, look, they they say the B word, they, they say, you know, they say ass all the time. You know, it's not, you know, something. I mean, Becky Lynch has said, see you next Tuesday on Talking Smack. Yeah. Yo, and that, that's something. I, thought, for, I heard that. That's something that to Alexa Bliss. So, I mean, which I don't really get what that means to Alexa Bliss because I don't think Alexa Bliss is that per se. I could see that directed at Charlotte Flair more. Honestly, mm-hmm. I could see it directed at Sasha or Bailey more. I could see it directed at Carmella for sure. That statement, not Alexa Bliss. Um, 
but, 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 but and, and, and I think I could say see you next Tuesday, and I think it, it's code for, yeah. for something else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I caught, I caught it off when the first time she said it. I started cracking up when I heard that. But, yo, uh, yo, you know what? This is going to have to have a part two. This is going to have to have a part two because when we start talking about wrestling, that, that that's a two-part series. <laughs> It's, it's more like like a ten part series. That that's not the point. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. But hey, man, thank you for coming by the show. And um, and is there anything else you want to like? Any links you want to hand out to people? Um, honestly, if you just type in Pop Anime Comics on YouTube or Google for for that matter on Google, um, a bunch of stuff will pop up, and it's very easy and. If you're looking for for something else that that's not related to pop anime comics, um, just you could DM me on Twitter. You could check me out on Facebook. You could obviously go to the website. All the links are up there to to my social. And if you're looking for the comic book side and you don't want to, you just want to go to pop anime comics. Um, I'll happily direct you to where you want to be. Um, and that's kind of the best place. So. One word, pop anime comics. It's P O P A N I M E C O M I C S. Um, just Google it, and the website will pop up. The Facebook page will pop up. The podcast will pop up. Oh, Twitter will pop up. Instagram will pop up, and anything else that's related to me will pop up because there's a bunch of other stuff out there. So, best place to find me. And uh, thank you for having me on because obviously I love talking. I love doing stuff like this and i'm more than happy to always be on that and if anybody else has a show and you want to hit me up i'm available and i love being here and i don't charge for guest appearances so so i know some people do and i don't so i'm a free guest and i can talk about anything from you know complicated issues to just pop culture and everything in between and believe me people when we have more time we're going to bring him back on for part two of Talking Smack because we're going to do our own Talking Smack. I want to be Paul Heyman. I'm going to be honest. That man right there is just freaking awesome as a creative genius. It's one of the best. Yo, the, the stuff he say on the slide is awesome. But thank you, man, for coming on the show. We definitely going to do part two to this. And you have a beautiful, blessed day, brother. You as well. You as well. All right, y'all. I'm CEO Spoken King, and we're signing out till next time, right here on the T Corner. <laughs> Thank you.
Hello, this is the CEO Spooky King here, and I am proud to say that I will be advertising for small businesses out there around the world. And if you are interested in having your business advertised on the T Corner or on 44th and Flushings, please by all means get in contact with me at tlinebeatsproduction at gmail.com. Again, that is Production and gmail.com thank you have a beautiful blessed day
Welcome back to the Tea Corner. I'm your host, T.D. Joseph, the one and only. And we are going to start off the new segment called Starting Something New. Now, starting something new is very simple. It is a vision that I had ever since, you know, God gave me this platform and this uncensored mic in my hand. Oh, Lord. But you know what? I want to go ahead and, you know, shine a light to all those that's doing something, that's being something, that's achieving greatness and not holding back. Now, let's be real. Uh, Many great things has been going on and it's time for us to shine a light on that. And today we are going to shine a light on Detail Masters LLC 1920 Perennial Home Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32216. That's 1920 Perennial Home Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32216. And at Detail Masters, you will meet a, a, an incredible couple by the name of Marcus and Stephanie Laws. They are the owners of the company and they will be able to work with you, talk with you, and be able to understand what you want from them and they will be able to provide. Believe me, if you want your car to come out and seem like it just came off the car lot, Go talk with them because they will not also have your car looking like it just came off the car lot. But the inside will have that new car smell. And who don't like that new car smell? You tell me because I would show you a liar right now because I know I like the new car smell. And a whole lot of people like the new car smell. That's why you get the new car. But with them, they would clean your car to a point where it have that new car smell. Trust me. So if you're in the Jacksonville area, go to Detail Masters LLC and they will work with you. And that is my starting something new spotlight of this evening. So you know what? If you if you're in the Jacksonville area again, go talk with them and they'll work with you. And another thing I want to say. Um, I'm. I'm also rooting for them. I'm also praying for them. And I'm also, you know, I'm also there for them. I'm like, yo, look here. We have to be there for one another. Okay. So that, that's one thing that 2020 has shown that we have to step up for one another. You know, um, if you have some, if you have a blessing that's able to Bless another, do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, God gave me a mic. So I'm using this mic to shine a light on somebody else so that they will be able to be blessed and be able to, you know, work their blessings on somebody else. You know, and in 2020, we, we got to understand as kings and queens, we got to be there for one another. So, like I said, ne come next week, I'm going to shine a light on some more people that's doing incredible, remarkable things, either in losing weight or starting a new job or starting, you know, a new company or, you know, hey, they got their own company and they are still rocking it out in 2020 like Stephanie and Marcus. Um, I'm telling you right now, 
oh, I'm, I'm using this platform as a way to bless others because, let's be honest, the media is not doing that. They will give you the negative. Run with the negative and shun away from the positive because that don't sell. I don't care what sells. I care about what's going to uplift. Okay, so that's how I know that God's going to bless my efforts because all that selling don't mean nothing to me. As long as you uplifting, that's all that matters. So with that being said, many blessings to Marcus and Stephanie Laws. Salute to you. Keep striving, keep pushing, keep providing, and God will make a way. Much love to y'all, and we'll be right back on the Tea Corner.
You know what? I always hated the whole commercial style. You know, the commercials that go like this. Hi, you want a TV? You want a TV? You want a TV? Well, come on down to Jams. Yeah. Rest assured, this is not going to be that kind of commercial. Okay, so I want to just talk to y'all on some real stuff right here. Have you heard of 44 Death Flushings? If you haven't, then you've been missing out on my radio show. Yes, yeah. I mean, we do some kooky, funny things, and we tell some funny stories. But we also, you know, play some real good music. No, you ain't going to be hearing none of that new hip-hop on my show. No, uh-uh. On my show, you're going to hear jazz. You're going to hear R&B. You're going to hear soul music. You're going to hear neo-soul music. We are going to the roots of music on my show. So, yes, tune in every Monday. Did I say Monday? Oh, man. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to turn this little blooper into a real commercial. Because I said I didn't like the, the original commercial style. So, yeah, we're going to roll with it. Yes. This is how we going to do it. Please, y'all, tune into 44th and Flushing's Live every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, U.S. So, if you're across seas... I don't know what what, what what the time zone going to be on your end, but hey, please tune in. And if you can't tune in that day, guess what? We have an archive, so you could be able to listen to our past shows and actually get to see what we did in the past. And if you ever catch us live, you already know what's going down. So yes, tune in to 44th and Flushings live on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And that's FBRN.us. And if you can't get a hold, if you can't see the show that way, then guess what? You can also tune in to the show on my page on Facebook, CEO Spoken King. Again, that is CEO Spoken King. And I have video of what we be doing in the in the studio so yeah tune in have a good time i I just spent this time right here just to go ahead and promote this because we because me and my co-hosts we doing some great things in life and we do try to do some positive things in life so please come in and support us hey and we're looking for advertisers if y'all if y'all want to be advertised on the show, it don't come on. It don't matter. <laughs> Please just hit me up, and we'll go from there. So once again, thank you. God bless you, and peace and blessings to you all. This is your CEO, Spoken King, signing out. <laughs> Till next time, y'all. Welcome to the Poetry Corner here on the Tea Corner, brought to you by T Line Beats Production.
Enjoy. This poem right here is called The Gift of the Person. It's the gift of the person that always seems to be always taken for granted. We go through the day-to-day lifetime just expecting for the present to always shine. But you know what? We often take it for granted and leave the best things behind because we don't even see the beauty that lies within its soul every single time. Yes, the present has a soul and a spirit that helps us to grow within our own selves. Like a seed planted inside of our bodies, it sprouts up and grows with us each and every single day. But we don't see the beauty and the gift that God has given us today. So you know what? Some of us take it for granted and never do nothing with it, man. So you know what? I'd rather be somebody that achieves great things. Go high upon, high beyond the trees. High beyond everything that I can actually be. When I look at the peoples walking down the street, I see many that are gift, gifted with this beauty and this essence to be. How come we cannot understand what God has given us? We take it for granted. We take it for our trust. Because we believe that we are gifted each and every single day until all of our presents are opened and there's no more, man. So what is the true essence of the present that God has given us today? Will we open up our eyes? Or we just fade away. Thank you. Peace and love, y'all.
Do you hear that? Nah, 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 nah. I said, do you hear that? When you hear that music, you already know what time it is. It might be on and popping now. Because now it's time for the Tea Corner live on Facebook, on CEO Spoken King, and on YouTube on T-Line Beats Production every Sunday night at 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of things. We're going to be talking about people doing extraordinary things in life, remarkable things in life, and we also going to be recapping what happened during the week, and also you may even see some celebrity uh, interviews that CEO is going to be doing. So yes, tune in to the T-Corner Live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is time. Where And also, we're going to leave you off with this. Yes, yeah, the T-Corner, where the positivity is always up and the negativity is always down. Come on, take your seat, and grab your crown. Yes, indeed. Here we go. Hello, this is CEO Spoken King right here, and I want to talk to you something serious. With the pandemic going on, more people have turned to podcasting than ever before. So, you know, I got this company called T-Line Beats Production that assists in your intro and your outro. And we also help you, you know, in camera angles and stuff like that, because it's not just about the music, it's about the whole picture. And that's what my, that's what my company assists in. So once again, if you want to get in contact with me, hit me up at T-Line Beats Production, and that's B-E-A-T-Z Productions at Gmail. Hope to hear from you soon and have a beautiful day.
Thank you to everyone that has tuned into the Tea Corner. I want to say thank you for your support, your love. Keep coming back over and over and over again. And I want to say thank you. Yes, I have more people lined up that want to be on the show. So, yes, it's going to get more interesting, more popping and stuff like that. And, by the way, before I even go even further, I want you to tell your auntie, tell your uncle, tell your grandma, tell your grandpa, tell everybody you know, tell your friend that you like, tell your friend that you don't like, tell your tell the neighbor across the street, tell the homie that's down the road, you know what, <laughs> tell them all. Tell them that the Tea Corner is a place where poetry and the culture has a place and a home. Yes, I'm trying to tell you, we can do this together, but I cannot do it without you. So please, spread the word, share the word about the Tea Corner and all the things that's going on here right here on Anchor, Spotify, and all podcast providers. CEO Spoken King out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tea Corner, presented by T-Line Beats Production. If you have liked what you have heard, please like, subscribe, and share it with everyone that you know. And they can share it with some more people that they know. And we get this river flowing and going. And if you would like to hear more of these podcasts, then you can listen to them on Anchor, Spotify, and many more podcast providers. And I'd like to end it off like this, y'all. Peace, love, and blessings. Until next time.